Hey, Jesse. Hey, John. How's it going? Good, thanks. We're done with the welcome, welcome, welcomes. Uh, Is it just a new thing? Hey, Jesse. Is that how we're starting? So you got to change it up on the audience a little bit. No. You can't just, you got to keep them guessing. That's what makes it interesting. Right. Otherwise, life just becomes spontaneous, uh, not spontaneous, sorry. <laughs> just becomes all stale. And you just got to keep yeah. life interesting. Stale. You don't want a stale life. No, you don't want a stale biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I had stale <laughs> chips last night, actually. Really? Funny enough, because Why? Well, we had a little games night, mm. like the movie, but not similar to the movie games night. We just had a games night. And um, games night. they had like, we had all this food. It's crazy. Good job to Tabitha and Luana, partner and our sister, to uh, set up the, um, the food last night. Mm. They can make a, they make a hell of a cheese platter. I don't eat cheese, but I can spread. admire it. Hell of a spread. Yeah, hell of a spread. <laughs> See, I don't like cheese at all. Like, I don't, right. I'm not a big fan. Only if it's like in burgers and like, mm. you know what I mean? As long as it's not the main ingredient, yeah, like, I don't yeah, really yeah. like it. I know things that are too cheesy for me just get a bit, ugh. Yeah, I don't like it. So like, when but when you make a good cheese platter, like that's probably the most aesthetically pleasing food I know, you right? can make. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it looks cool. Like, yeah. I wish I just ate cheese, but I just don't like cheese. I wish crackers. I just ate cheese. <laughs> I don't eat cheese and I will never. <laughs> don't like the fromage. Right. Um... But yes, we also played a game last night, which I highly recommend to everyone. It's a game called Blockbuster. Really, really fun. It's like a movie trivia game. When, and I think maybe it was made by, I'm pretty sure it was made by Blockbuster, the um, old DVD video mm. store. And it's just kind of like, uh, it's like a, it's like you got to act out um, the movie. You also got, you can only use one word to describe the movie and you can quote, the, and you can pick a quote from the movie or yeah. like a movie-ish quote that would yeah. be in the movie. It's really, really fun. Highly recommend anyone to get it for like a party mm. is really, really, really good. And I'd like to say that I represented. <laughs> I represented the movie podcast. I won. I oh, won my bit. Good I did you. my bit. Of course you won. It's unfair. They're yeah, no, I did play the like first you. game. They were like, you right. can't play. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I was, because it's actually fun being like the person who you get to be picked first. Not yeah. that I was ever picked last for anything in life. <laughs> Not that I'm like amazing at everything, but yeah. I just wasn't that kind of, a, like I was generally, yeah. I'm generally good at like, I like to think I'm generally good at a lot of things, but like, yeah, this is one of these things where everyone's just like, we want him on the team. It's like, <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah, right. I won't play. Pick. Yeah. I'm like a ringer. You yeah. know when like, um, what's that movie? Uh, bench warmers. Yeah. And the guy, they get like the 40 year old bloke to play for the play for the under 10s team. Cause yeah. they're trying to beat the, and then he wrote, I he am 12. The, I am 12 in yeah. crayon. And he's just like, it's written in crayon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got like a $5 note yeah. in there or something. Yeah. A bit more than $5, yeah. but yeah. But it's a, it was a really good game. Funny enough, I actually. It's a bit of my life story. I tried to apply for a job at Blockbuster once. And you didn't get it. I didn't get it. What How do you lot? not get a job at Blockbuster? You've got to be pretty, you have to pretty have a creepy, pretty crappy CV to not get Well, I just finished school and when yeah. we went to boarding school, so it's hard to get work experience yeah, 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 prior. Yeah. So, and I was going to afters at the time. Yeah. Okay. Right. And I, 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 I yeah, no, I had film school. I wrote that on my resume, mm. film school. I fucking love movies. That's yeah. no fucking secret. Like I'm doing a motherfucking podcast. If you didn't know what, we love movies, <laughs> then the you whole know. point. Yeah. Go kill yourself. But this is kill like yourself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We didn't metaphorically. Metaphorically kill yourself. Metaphorically kill yourself. Yeah, but okay. um, yeah, and I never got it. It's I, I was I it's felt sad. filthy about that. It was <laughs> you were a bit cut. Yeah, but you know what? They went under. Oh, so yeah. blockbusters, they don't exist. Yeah. I think there's one more blockbuster in the world. I think Where? it might be in America. Oh, right. But they're selling merchandise now. It's like, what's to the keep other one? E- Easy Video. Or video Easy. Yeah, easy Video. Yeah, Video Easy. Sounds kind of sleazy. Video Easy. <laughs> easy Still <videos>. sounds sleazy. <laughs> fucking Video Easy. Yeah, it sounds like. Um, we won't get into that. Um, <laughs> let's yeah. get into what we're here for. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's all a bit about movies. It's a movie-esque. Because, yeah. you know, it's movies. Because, <laughs> you know. Movies are movies. life. All right. Um... 
What have we got for us? Flick or Stick. Mr. Newsman. So if you're, if you're new to the podcast, Flick or Stick is a segment where we have pieces of news and we, if, we like, if we like it, we, we stick. stick. If we don't, if like, we don't it, like it, we, we flick. flick. So the first bit of news, and because of this news, just cancelled 2020 immediately. Mm. Fucking Tenet has been, the release date for Tenet has, is now indefinite. Yeah. Mulan is now indefinite, yeah. which which is sad. To be honest, I, I don't care too much about Mulan. I was excited for that. I wasn't. I don't like live action remakes and for those ones. Just leave them. But and Avatar's been oh pushed yeah. a year, and yeah. so is Star Wars. Yeah, I'm really upset about Tenet. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one I care about. Yeah, Avatar and a, a little bit about Avatar, I, but yeah. it's it still going to come out. It's only been pushed back a year. But Tenet being indefinite is just like oh, everything this year but has been Mulan's indefinite. Been in de- is, de- is indefinite yeah. as well. But yeah, yeah it's, it sucks because like my when when they started releasing it, well, they started opening everything up mm. back to the public. Tenet was the one thing I wanted to see. Yeah, and I was excited for that. I was like, yeah, because it's like they kept that release date. Yeah, because originally they weren't moving, they weren't budging, and then they moved it back a month to August, and now they're just like, nah. Yeah, but I think it's got something to do with like the Chinese market and like the Asian market as they're not. Right, I'm not sure what's happening there. Quite the this, but I think I read. That yeah, perhaps people aren't going to go to the cinema because mm. it's worse. And also in America, you know, it's like they're having yeah. like what, like they've got so many cases of yeah. coronavirus that no one's going to go. Yeah. So and you're not going to release this on a streaming service because this no. is the kind of movie you want to see on the big screen. Mm. And plus, it needs to make money. Yeah. So it's just going to be interesting, like when they release it. I reckon, I have a, I reckon it probably won't be released till if not November, December, mm. or if not next, next year. year. Which is so far. shit. That's so it's just annoying. Shit. I wish I had, because oh, I was so looking forward to them. Like, it was pushed back like a month and I was like, okay, I can deal with that. Now it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just like. So crap. Yeah. You, it's, it's so. I get it. It's so annoying. I get it, but it's just annoying for like the movie watcher to fucking not be able to yeah. know when it's coming. Like, I think that's the most annoying thing is that you know why it's not. Yeah. And you're just still just like. Because oh. it's like, you got, you got to wait. Like, mm. I don't know. Like. Movies get released and they they, they they change the you know release dates sometimes they do it but like it's just it's it's frustrating yeah because like going to the cinemas is one of my most is one of my favorite things to do I love going to the cinemas yeah it, just the whole experience of the cinema and this movie would be amazing to see on a cinema and just to not be able to and just having it dangle in front of you like mm. a fucking like carrot or like a yeah. donut and you just can't get it is really fucking annoying yeah. So it's just, yeah. I, Dangle in front of you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know. I can't Dan reach it. it. Damn it. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Release date. Trying to get, I just want it. I just want the fucking movie. I want the movie. <laughs> just give me the fucking movie. But like, like yeah. Don't release it to the public, but just give me. The, yeah, I just want yeah. it. I just want it. You know, they do that if you're, um, if you're like terminally ill. Not, I don't think everyone, but like some people who are terminally ill, they, they write into like the producers or <laughs> the studios and they get to see the movies earlier because they may not be alive. Wait. Feel a little bit of tuberculosis coming on. <laughs> okay, I don't think there's something to joke about. But anyway, but um, I don't, I don't think tuberculosis has killed anyone unless you're living in like fucking 1700. Oh, really? <laughs> you can you can I survive thought, tuberculosis. Oh, I didn't think it was still a thing anymore. Yeah, it's still a thing. I thought it was only a medieval times thing. And no, it's uh, you can still get it. It's just oh, not right. as bad. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> It's just like the plague. I think you yeah. can still get the plague. Can you actually? But you, yeah, you still can in like third mm, world countries, I'm pretty God. sure. In developing countries. Yeah. Sorry, not third world. But um, yeah, but they, they, they do that. Like it, there's been cases, times where people have uh, wanted to see certain movies and obviously they're not going to be alive to see it, which is unfortunate mm. and really sad. But, uh, you know, the studios let them watch it, which is that's so, pretty that's cool. so nice of yeah. them to do it. You know what I mean? That's like cool. some people, 
What about if you have a podcast? They um, yeah. let you watch the movie early? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Shout out to anyone who wants to let me watch a movie early. Take me to a premiere. <laughs> to a premiere. We've been to a few premieres, though. Yeah, we have. Some good premieres. Uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that was a good one. And Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. I went to Dark Phoenix last year. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not a great movie. Uh, Pretty shit. <laughs> the fact that you went to the premiere is the coolest bit. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's cool. I love that, how they do premieres. Yeah. But anyway, back to the news. Do you, do you flick? Flick. Yeah, I'm, I'm pissed off. I don't yeah. care. I get it, but fucking flick. I'm yeah. annoyed. It's, a, it's, it's not even it a flick. Really it's fucking a fucking flick. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Christopher Nolan? You've been fucking flicked. Yeah, Christopher Nolan's been fucking flicked. Nah. You fucker. I swear to God, like if, if we became famous, this is the kind of shit that <laughs> 10 years down the track, people were like, you're a prick and never working again. <laughs> We'd be like Mickey Rourke. That's what we yeah. like. <laughs> Continuation from last week. That's why Mickey Rourke doesn't work anymore because he fucked too many, it's fucked over too many people. We'll be on those Snapchat news things. Did you know back yeah. 10 years ago in 2020, yeah. Jesse Grant said Christopher Nolan, you're fucking flicked. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse Grant said Blade Runner 2049 was better than Blade Runner. He's not in cinema anymore. Yeah. Not in, he's not acting anymore. But anyway, I, I, I flick. I'm, I'm a bit, yeah, I'm really, annoyed. when I saw that, I was just like, you're fucking kidding me. Because I, li- I expected it to be mm. pushed back a, a bit more, but I'm just like, now it's, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, what a, yeah, it's annoying. What's the second? Anyway, second bit is um the New Mutants movie, mm. which has been delayed. <laughs> Talking about delayed, this movie was supposed to come out like three years ago <laughs> and it's been delayed for reshoots and then Disney bought Fox and yeah. all these things happened and they don't know what to do with the movie. And then it was supposed to be a horror movie and people liked it, but like the, the producers liked it, but they wanted more horror elements in it. Yeah. So they, they, this movie has been constantly changing, chopping and changing. Um, and it's finally, I'm pretty sure it's getting released this year. And yeah. it's finally released two minutes of the first footage from the um, from the movie. I don't know if you're familiar with the with the new mutants. No, I've I haven't really been keeping up to. I, I lost interest. I three years ago or two years ago yeah. when they announced it, I was like, okay, it'll be cool. I'll watch it. But then I was like, whatever. Yeah. Just keeps getting fucked around and like, I, I don't care yeah. anymore. Well, the guy who made it. And that's a problem for these movies. Like when stuff like this happens and it just, it gets on these like unlucky streaks. Yeah. People just lose so much interest. And yeah. then when it does come exactly. out, people are like, whatever. Yeah. So that's the whole, that's the thing. Like I just saw the two minutes because it's mm. the first two minutes of the movie got released. And it's, it's really a nothing. Dude. Yeah. It's like, it's just a bit, what happens essentially is this girl wakes up. And her house is like on fire and her dad picks her and she's like, we got to go, we got to get out of here. And they're running away. And then he tells her to hide in this like tree, this tree cave thing. Right. I don't know, it's like a bit of a tree that's not in mm. there. And she hides in there and her dad like dies. And then she gets up, she's like, oh, and she starts running away. Mm. And then she falls over and bangs her head on a rock. And then she wakes up and she's in a, an asylum. Because that's right. essentially what the movie's about. Mm-hmm. They're in, it's like these, they got these um, mutants that are now being locked up in this asylum, I think for like scientific purposes or yeah. they think they're crazy or whatnot. Yeah. yeah. And it's supposed to be like a horror film, mm. which it all, that sounds That's really cool. cool. That's a really cool concept. Yeah. But the way, the way this movie like is shot, how it looks, it looks like a, like a lifetime movie. I don't know if you're right. familiar with those kind yeah, of yeah, things, yeah. but it's like, yeah, like it doesn't look anything special. It looks yeah. kind of basic. Yeah. But, um, I think, I think for me in this movie, this, the special effects aren't going to be something that's going to be like really like insane. It's just gonna be pretty bland. Like, yeah, I don't know if you remember X Men First Class, but the way that they did like the makeup for the Beast in it, and like 
I know it kind of looked really yeah, basic, right. but they didn't detract from the story because the story mm. was really good in X Men First Class. So it still was a good yeah. film, just like that bit was a bit lacking. Yeah, no, I so I think it's going to be something similar to that. But the guy who made it, Josh Byrne, he directed mm. um, Fault in Our Stars. So he's actually got like that's a that's a yeah. good movie, and so he's got like traction with working with um, mm. young actors because you got a few people. You got Macy Williams from um, from what's that show Game of Thrones, yeah. and then you got Anya Taylor Joy who was in this movie called The Witch, and she's also in Split, mm-hmm. and you also got Charlie Heaton who's also in um, Stranger Things. So yeah. it's like you've got a lot of like TV show actors and they're yeah. kind of young as well. But it's just a no- like, yeah, I don't know. That, the, the first two minutes, it wasn't anything special. It's not like when they released um, The Dark Knight Rises yeah. and they had like the first six minutes and yeah. it was like the fucking plane. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. That, like that makes you excited for the mm. movie. This didn't really make me I excited. Know. And especially now for something where people have already lost interest, you've got to put out something that's exciting. Yeah. And they probably tried to do it. And if that's the most fucking exciting thing of the movie... Eh. Like, yeah. you know, it, I, I just don't think this movie yeah. it's, and these movies as well get to a point where people have lost so much interest. They like just debate whether or not they want to put it out and exactly. they put it out and don't care. And well, that's the thing. Or like, they don't put it out and it's just, mm. yeah. So I'm reading the comments on YouTube and some, some people are like, I finally believe this is a real movie. Either that or they filmed this one scene. <laughs> like that's just one person. This, yeah. They said um, they should release this whole movie in two minute chunks spread out, spread out <laughs> over the next six months. <laughs> um, and because the movie begins with this old Native American proverb. Right. At about these two wolves. Um, and... <laughs> And someone wrote, there's an, old, there's an old Native American proverb that says this movie was never destined to be shown in any theatre. And then, like, someone wrote, plot twist. This is literally the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, you know, yeah. we've only seen trailers over the last three years and it's, it's annoying. Like, I was mm. excited for this and I was excited by the fact that people were excited to release it. And yeah. they said, like, it's going to be this horror film. Like, mm. how many horror films do you see? In the superhero genre. Yeah. Like the next one I can think of is that Doctor Strange, you yeah. multiverse of madness. And so that's that, you know, that that will be cool. But yeah, I mean, I was excited. I, for this, I no. I don't care. Like no, I'm neither. flicking it. I, I, I have no interest. Flick. I'll watch it. Well, is this the first time we flicked everything on Flickr? Probably. Flicked them both? Yeah. Flicking them lap boogers. First one was a fucking flick. This one's lap a boogers. Flick, yeah. yeah, but anyway, this I mean, I, f- I definitely flicked that kind of shit. Mm. I'm not a fan. But anyway, shall we move on to our... Our first, we've only got like a. We're doing, we're doing a movie, movie and then we're going to talk about our favorite movies of this type of. Actually, let's talk about the movies first. You reckon? And then we'll go into it. Yeah, because that's a okay. bit lead off. But um, so we posted a question out to our, our fans on mm. the Instagram, which we'll do constantly. And thank you to everyone who responded to it. Yeah. So this week we watched Midnight Express. Um, so we're going to talk about prison films and what our favorite prison films are, or whatever. And so first off the rank was um, Seen Differently. Who. This is an interesting prison film. I never thought of this mm. as a prison film. I still don't. <laughs> he said The Prestige. Nah. How? I mean, he's Just because he's prison. locked up at one point. Like, I, I don't... If you really think about it, most of that movie is actually set in the prison. Is it? Because he's in the prison while he's reading the book and he's kind of re- yeah, reflecting back. So I guess he is in a prison. I guess. A prison of the mind. No. <laughs> nah. Um, okay, so obviously when you say prison films... We mean you're gonna. Yeah, no. There's one prison from that always gonna stick out, we and mean that's prison. That like, was the biggest. This was the biggest one that came out. Obviously, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Which I think we should just. We'll we'll just say that people talk about, it and we'll go back into it because mm. that's obviously we'll talk about it in a second. Um, someone said Midnight Express. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Which we're gonna review next. Yeah. that's the movie. <laughs> uh, Claude Chamis said A Man Escaped, which is a French seen. film. I've never heard of it. 
Mm. And I was just looking it up now, and it's um yeah, it's a 1956 French film directed by Robert right. Robert Bresson. Bresson? Bresson? Bresson. I'm not great with names, sorry. Never are. And it's based on the memoirs of André Devigny, a member of the French Resistance, held in a prison by the occupying Ge- by occupying Germans during mm. World War Two, which sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and apparently the director of the the director of the film was also imprisoned by Germans in the French Resistance as a member mm. of the French Resistance. So that's kind of interesting. Like you got yeah. someone who's coming from that background and tackling that topic. So that sounds like a pretty interesting film. I've never heard of it. So that's that's kind of cool. Mm. But um, yeah. So good job there, Claude Jamis. You really took me by surprise. <laughs> Because I've never heard of that one. Um, <laughs> Adam Lucci eight said Shawshank by the length of a Fleming of the Flemington Strait. <laughs> so people really love Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. And then Elgato seven oh one, who's responded a few times. Congratulations, Elgato. <laughs> um, he said that one was Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I looked it up, and it's called um, Escape Plan. Yeah, and it's just like about. Um, it's it's like one of those like eighties kind of movies that they shoot shoot now with like you know kind of like Expendables and stuff yeah and so it's got Sylvester Stallone Schwart- and Arnold Schwarzenegger and it follows um Stallone's character he's an engineer who's incarcerated in the world's most secret and secure prison right <laughs> aided in his escape aided in his in his escape by fellow inmate Schwarzenegger and he's got to get out of mm. the prison essentially that's what's happening awesome um no. I have no interest in seeing that movie <laughs> <laughs> to be fair and. The only time I really like um, um, Sylvester Stallone is like Rocky, Rocky. pretty much. In Creed. <laughs> yeah, I mean that too. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's the same movie essentially. <laughs> I mean, I love Creed. But like, I, I mean, it got decent reviews. And I'm not really a big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. Same, no. same kind of thing. Like, I'm, I'm a fan of him when he's um, in The Terminator. Mm. But Muscles I, don't quite please me for a movie. Like, it's not huh? like some big muscular dude. It's like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, okay. So that's one of those things like, a few I don't believe that Sylvester Stallone could be an engineer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of like goes back to this. There was this movie made a few years ago called Black Hat. Mm. Black Hat. Yeah, that's what it was called. And um, it has Chris Hemsworth and he's a computer hacker. Right. And it's made by Michael, Ma- Michael Mann, who, mm. who's made like, he made Ali. He's mm-hmm. a really good director. He's a collateral and all these movies. Yeah. And the biggest problem with me when I watched that movie, and I, it was the biggest problem with the movie, yeah. is that Chris Hemsworth is not a computer hacker. Because you've got this guy who's like really good looking and he was kind of big and just like, and he knows kar- like fucking yeah. karate or something. And I was just like, myself, like, it was just a bit silly. Like, mm. I just didn't buy it for a second. So it's like that important. Casting is yeah. important. But I get like this movie's probably going for a different like kind of age. Take on it. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I got no interest in that one. And it, it's got a few sequels. I just wanted to read out the the critical consensus okay. of, the, of the second sequel. Yeah. It's on 8% Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and the, se- the site's critical consensus simply reads, do not enter. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That uh, was pretty funny. That's, funny. That's a good one. Um, actually, someone also said, I, uh, this will lead into your one, actually, mm. your prison movie. I watched a movie said Escape from Alcatraz. Yeah. So Jesse, that was going to be your prison film that you yes. want to talk about. You know, yes. Start from there. Yeah. Thank I you to everyone. Actually, so yeah, thank you thank everyone you yeah. for yeah giving us all those movies. movies. And there's like really three. Yeah. <laughs> like Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's still good. Yeah, thank still you really for helping good. out. Um, yeah, Escape from Alcatraz. I love it, and I think I love it because Alcatraz obviously is such a you know yeah. Um, that's like the most famous prison. Prison and yeah. the and you can't escape from it. And it's surrounded by water. Like <laughs> but that's they a, escape. They in escape. The yeah, and it's a true story too. Yeah, it is. And yeah. I all like I love it because the fact that it is a true story and they they never found this guy ever again. Yeah. So like they don't know if he was swimming and got eaten by a shark or right. drowned or yeah. or if he did get out and just no one ever saw him again because he fled. Yeah. But 
I just love the film and I just love the way that um, it's done. I think it's true. It, they stay quite true to the story and they, yep. I think they bring it across really well. And I love, um, it has good music with it, which really, I think that works for a prison film. Yeah. Like the, the score for it is so important. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. for a prison film, I feel like the scores are really important. Yeah. And like really help with just everything. And I think the way that they, Showed Alcatraz is really just... It's Clint Eastwood's in that movie, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the way that they show it of like, I don't know, just how it's so unescapable. Like, it just seems so like you can't well, get out. Yeah, I mean, it's like Alca- a- Alcatraz is on the um on the island, right? Mm. Yeah. I always wanted to go to Alcatraz. Like, I yeah. always wanted to go to... um The first time I went to America, I wanted to go mm-hmm. to San Francisco. Yeah. I didn't go to Alcatraz, but it mean, my mate, Jake, we was... I think it was a bit expensive and like yeah, it's kind of right. hard to get to is there, I think. Yeah. Not too sure because it's booked out a lot because it's pretty They do popular. a thing where they put you in a cell and slam you shut. Yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's just, I love that film and after I haven't seen it for a while now. What? That would be the ultimate escape room fucking thing. Yeah. Like everyone, you, everyone, like overnight people are like, there's 20 people inside mm. the whole like Alcatraz and everyone's going to try escape. and escape. You're yeah. on a thing. That'd be the fucking yeah. craziest shit. See if it works. Copied oh the God. movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Escape. We're going to get Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. and buddies. So this is Stallone. Help us get out yeah. of there. But yeah, you keep and going. then Swim. Yeah. Um, but no, I think it's just such a good film and I really liked it. And that was, I think, the second prison film that I'd really watched. Yeah. Like Escape from Prison Film. Um, and I preferred it to Shawshank. So I saw Shawshank first. That was the first prison film I've seen. Then um, probably just think, like everyone else. Yeah. And then watching Escape after, I was like, this is so, like, I love it. And I thought it was better than Shawshank. Yeah. And I just... It's probably the fact that it's a true story and like such a notorious place. Yeah. But just thinking about the movie heaps, I just love it. I think I'm coming from a similar place when we watch Midnight Express that I think that's probably mm-hmm. a better prison film right. than Shawshank. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, yeah. My problem with, oh, we'll get into Midnight Express yeah, later when yeah. we review it. Um, but yeah, just, I don't know. I don't know what it is about the film, but I just, it's my favorite. Yeah. Out of all the prison films, it's my favorite. And oh, the, yeah. the way they show the escape and just the way it's done. I don't know. I love it. Yeah. What? Nothing. What? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm excited to tell you my prison film. What is it? Oh, okay. So I'm not going to say this is like the best prison film of all time. Yeah. <laughs> but it's is still it a good one. Get Hard or something? What the hell? No, nah, definitely fucking not. I'm not a fan of Kevin Hart, if anyone yeah. has listened to this before. <laughs> yeah. Um, here we go. Ready? Three, yeah. two, one. Holes. There you go. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Holes is a great movie. And I loved I don't I, care. Keep digging. Yeah. I don't care. Keep, Keep digging. digging. <laughs> Grandpa, I'm thirsty. <laughs> Camp Yellow Lake. Yeah. Where's the lake? <laughs> trying to be funny, funny. boy. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. The guy's name's Helen. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Something, or Marion or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, Holes is great. That's a really good, um, kind of has like, it's, uh, it's hard to explain, but it's a, it's a really, I think it's a great movie as like a kid when you're watching mm-hmm. it to kind of bring yourself into the world of prison. It's, it's a great way to kind <laughs> yeah. of like identify with like being a juvenile and mm. what like, and how that all works. And, and I, I just really loved like the sense of like the, the sense of fantasy about the movie. Yeah. Like I love how like there's like two stories being told at once. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is the best prison film of all time by no means. Like obviously it's not, yeah. but I just really enjoy it as a prison film. I don't think it probably gets it's, it's, it's right. Like yeah. it's, it's what is it deserves. Is it prison though? It is, are you kidding me? It's a juvenile camp. Yeah, in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. Yeah, but it's not like they're slammed shut in a cell. Well, they can't run anywhere. I mean, old blood Hector Zeroni tries to do that and he fucking almost dies. Nobody cares about Hector Zeroni. I do. (laughs) 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 
But um, it's like Shia LaBeouf's best boy, acting ever. Boy has to keep digging holes. That's how he builds character. Builds <laughs> <laughs> character. But that Mister Sir guy, and he's Mr. like, Sir, yeah. and he's like, you're not a bad boy, Hector. Or like, uh, what's mm. his name? Stanley. Stanley yeah. Unitz. I had a guy in, uh, in high school that looked exactly like that. His name was Stuart. That's funny. Um, we used to call him Stanley Unitz. Yeah, this is a joke. St- shout out to Stuart if he's listening. I haven't, I haven't seen you in a while, mate. But listen, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, because you'll be tuning in. Yeah, exactly. Big listener. Big, he loves it. Loves it. But it's, it's got a really good cast too, like Sigourney Weaver, John Voight, Patricia Arquette, and uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Mm. And like the, that's when he was kind of coming. That what was Zeroni's name? What's he done since the actor uh, of Zeroni? I don't know, but we're not gonna. We're not going to talk about him, <laughs> but uh, but like I like how like um yeah it kind of all comes back into one because you know mm. you got the two stories you got that kissing Kate Barlow yeah. and she's got the treasure yeah and then you've got like his family has to go up the mountain with mm. Hector Zeroni yeah or Madame Zeroni yeah play Eartha Kitt yeah there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah yeah she uh, yeah it's, it was it's just like a, I like how it's kind of layered. But the layers end up meeting at some point. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like it ever becomes too ridiculous. Mm. And Well, I mean. I mean, it's odorless shoes. Yeah. He becomes that Zoosh. That <laughs> Zoosh, Zoosh shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I get rich off I just, Zoosh. Yeah. And I like the fact that it kind of feels, while it's still like kind of funny, like there are funny bits in it, there's still like a bit of like, um, not hopelessness, but you feel really trapped out mm. out there. Like kind of thing how you're saying you yeah. make fun of the lake, you know what I mean? Think they do capture it. Yeah. yeah, like it's in the middle of nowhere and like yeah. it's it's really, you know, it definitely feels like a place that's just in the mm. middle of nowhere. And it definitely, definitely has that prison feel like everyone's ganging up on him, yeah. they make fun of him, they haze him. Like there's all this kind of stuff and there's prison politics, like mm. people go for that shovel that's smaller because it's how they dig better or yeah. it's quicker to dig. So like, yeah, I mean like there's prison elements in it. Obviously it's not the prison film, but <laughs> yeah. like, you know, still, it's still good. And I, I don't know. I like Shia LaBeouf in it. Kind of yeah. miss that Shire. To me, that Shire. Yeah, he went all method in it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah apparently he was just digging holes everywhere. Yeah, and just <laughs> trying to find the yellow spotted lizard or whatever. You don't called. want to find that. Because like, they'll oh, kill yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They're, yeah. Trying, to, they're trying to find the, the treasure. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Um, But anyway, I really like that. But let's let's go into uh, Shawshank. Sure. Yeah, oh my God. I, I watched that movie. That movie's got such rewatchability for a movie that's yeah. really long. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, Andy Dufresne. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't Andy do it. Dufresne. Oh my god. Crawl through five hundred yards of shit smelling foulness for freedom. <laughs> you just love my doing friend that. Andy. Whenever you do Morgan Freeman's voice, you do that one. It, you can't say anything else. You know that it's funny, I was watching You never more. say Mr. Wayne or anything like that. <laughs> oh, because he played Lucius Fox. Yeah. That's right, yeah. I was just thinking to myself, he wasn't Alfred. <laughs> but um I mean that movie it's funny when that movie came out that it didn't make any money. Like it, um, it really struggled at the box office because they said like that one of the things was that it was a really long movie, but also the fact that it had a name that people just couldn't go and talk about because they're mm. like, oh, I saw this great movie. It's um something something Shawshank or something like Shawshank. Yeah, because it's got a long yeah. and it's kind of the title's a bit funny. Yeah. And it's interesting to remember that's a Stephen King like it was a Stephen King mm-hmm. short story or a, a book. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was a short story though. Um, so yeah, it was interesting. But this movie it captures like it does this thing where it, like it makes you really feel lived in. Yeah. Like the movie goes for a long time because it's to spaces settle, over years. And I guess you know? it settles you into the prison. So then when he yeah. escapes, it's bigger. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But also it, the, the passing of time, you definitely feel mm. that. And you definitely feel the fact that like, um, that he, he'll never get out. But at mm. the same time, there's always this bit of hopefulness in it. Cause Andy yeah. Dufresne, uh, played by Tim Robbins, he, he's not without hope. 
No. Because he you know when he, he when he gets his he finally gets the books for the library and then he plays the music and he's like kind of it, it's like a win for him and he looks mm. all relaxed and he says to everyone he's like because he gets put in like the fucking the what do you call it like the I was gonna say the choky. It's not the choky. Solitary. Yeah, like solitary confinement. Yeah. Like he gets put in there for like a week or so, or, mm. and then like it's like he's like, yeah, it was an easy stretch of time because I have all the music in my mind, and it's like yeah. I, I'm keeping hope. Yeah. And then there's that one line he says, "You got to get busy living or get busy dying." Towards yeah. the end of the movie, and that's what the the main thing of this movie is is keeping hope. Like you mm. you 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 need to be hopeful in these situations because yeah. yeah, it's just like it it'll, it'll set you free. Hope yeah. will set, like it will set you free, especially within these four walls. Mm. And I love the fact how like. In the movie, um, what did I say? Oh, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> nah, it was That's a, a good shit point thing to do on a podcast. Oh, yeah. It? I, I uh, Brain fart. But, um, yeah, do you have anything to say about it? Sorry. No. I, as I think. Though it was the first prison film I've ever seen, and mm. I loved it. I think they capture the dickhead guard so well. And yeah, just, that's the main too. Oh, like. All the pretty, corruption within it as yeah, well. Yeah, and it was pretty movie. gruesome watching it as a, um, I think the first time I watched it, I was nine or ten. Mm. I was like, ugh. But, no, I. I really liked the film and it, it did get me, it was like it was the, like I said, it was the first one I watched of prison and I guess it kind of gave me more of a feel for prison and scared me away from prison. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Um, With the whole sisters yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I, that's, I mean, I don't want to say I like about it, but that's, it is brutal. Mm. Like, it still has moments of brutality in it. Like, people mm. get bashed the shit out of, like, yeah. and it's still, like, it, it is a kind of, it's violent in the depiction mm. that it's also not violent. Like you don't see yeah. every bit of violence, but you see a lot of violence. And, and it and it made me realize a lot of things about prison, like with with the old guy, you know, leaving and then killing yeah, insti- himself because he didn't know how the world institutionalized. Worked yeah, absolutely. And so like I never thought of that before. Yeah, when I was ten years old. What am I going to yeah. think of that for? Because you're watching becomes, the film. Yeah, yeah and then watching the that film, beat. I was yeah. like, oh wow. So that is an effect that would come from prison absolutely. doing. So it was quite eye opening. Yeah. I think the first time I watched absolutely. it, and that's probably. Another thing the film wanted to do. Yeah. But it, yeah. I really enjoyed that's, it. I, yeah. That's a really good point, that whole idea of insti- insti- mm. institutionalization. I think that's yeah. being institutionalized. This idea that you can, that you just, that your world becomes that big and once you get into the bigger world, that you don't yeah. know what to do with yourselves, especially when you're, when you're older. Yeah. Like you see with Brooks in the movie, like he, he yeah, he kills himself mm. because he just doesn't, doesn't know what to do with himself anymore. He's mm. an old man. Yeah. Like, and that's what Morgan Freeman says. He like towards the end, he's like, "In here, I'm someone. Like out there, I, I'm no Nobody, one. Like I, yeah. I don't know what to do. Like in here, people can ask me to get something. I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. He's like, I haven't seen a car, and the, you know, those yeah. cars everywhere. Like kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I really like the movie. That that's my favorite part of the movie. The capture was the like, I, really ex- right? exactly, and the idea that um the passing of time, like this whole idea of passing of time, and I think they really get that from Midnight and, Express. Yeah, and but, I guess when you get thrown into prison, like time passes by in the world and you don't realise it because you're still going through whatever the prison is where you don't have as much stuff. So you don't yeah. see how the world's developing. Then you get set out. So it's like you just travelled in time, you know, mm-hmm. and you just jump to this place and you don't know how the world works and that's yeah. freaky. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 a really, it's a really powerful movie. Definitely. I mean, it's funny. Like, I remember when I first... I, it's one of those things where everyone's like, oh, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. And then like, nah. when I watched it, I was like, oh, is it? But then I've watched it. I'm like, it, it definitely is. Every time I watch it, I'm just film. reaffirming yeah. myself that it's definitely one of the greatest movies yeah. I've ever seen. It's just so like the way that they just capture, just keep hope, mm. kind of similar in a sense to Twelve Years a Slave in a way. Yeah. Like they, the passing of times along, yeah. but hope is the thing that will keep you alive. Uh-huh. And that's the whole kind of thing in Twelve Years a Slave as well. That he loses hope so many times, but he doesn't 
lose it fully. Yeah, yeah, doesn't, yeah. lose it completely. It clings on to a yeah. core of hope, I guess. And that's the int- I think that's an interesting point to now go to Midnight Express and the mm. idea that perhaps Shawshank Redemption keep like captures the hope of a person of like of the spirit of the person and just the hope that one day you'll be free. Midnight yeah. Express really doesn't do that. No, in my opinion, Midnight Express and that's the, yeah, yeah. In Midnight Express, it's like should we transition into it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Do you want to just describe it first, or do you want to? Uh, yeah, describe it. Yeah. First. So Midnight Order. Express yeah. is a 1978 prison prison film, and it's directed by Alan Parker, who's last week we did the uh, who directed last week the Angel Heart. He directed Angel mm. Heart, which is the movie we did last week. It was written by Oliver Stone as well, who's a right. really good yeah, director great, as well. Yeah. And it's and it's based on the book by Billy Hayes, and it's about essentially Billy Hayes is this guy who gets caught for drug smuggling in mm-hmm. Turkey, and he gets put in this prison, and it's kind of follows the time he. Yeah. Has in prison, him trying to escape, him trying to get three, uh, free by appeals and whatnot. Yeah. And it's really, it's like an insanely brutal movie. Yeah. yeah, really brutal. And going back to the point that we were touching on before, yeah. like it not giving you hope that he can get out. Yeah. And it's like, because you see him try so much, like with Shawshank, it's, you don't lose that hope because it's not like he keeps trying and failing yeah. and keeps trying and failing. In this, it's like, okay, so he gets four years. Yeah. But then he, Right before the sentence is done, he's done all the right stuff. They say, no, we're going to give you, you know, a life yeah. sentence now. She's so like, wait, what? And then he tries to escape and he doesn't make it. Like when they go to the water and it's blocked yeah. off. Then um, he tries other things and you see other people try to escape and you just get killed for it. Yeah. And then so it just like keeps demolishing your hope of him getting out. And you're like, so I thought at the beginning, I was like, oh, it's a prison escape film. Yeah. And then I'm watching it, watching it, watching it. And then I was like, wait, no, maybe it's not a prison escape film. Maybe it's like just a, a film of this guy going through prison. Yeah. And so it's just like, and I was like, oh, I gave up on him escaping. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe it's actually not about an escape. Maybe yeah. he doesn't escape ever. And so I'm like, it's just about him in prison. But then in the end, he does escape. But even the way they capture that at the end, him escaping, it's like some weird way that he gets out and then he's like out there, but he's still so lost. And he's yeah. like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. I think the way that this movie captures the hopelessness of it is mm-hmm. by actually being set in Turkey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like the whole movie doesn't away. have the whole movie doesn't even have any mm. subtitles. Like and everyone's it, speaking is, is is just speaking Turkish, so yeah. you have no idea what's going on. But I on. think it works too, like in the way that prison takes you away from everything you know and all your family and friends. Yeah. Whereas this, like, because obviously movie can't give you the exact feeling of what prison's like, but this does a better job because it takes him away from his country. Yeah. So he's in a new place. So that really captures it for you, how new prison is. Yeah. And even though like- well, You definitely feel like a yeah. fish out of water. You exactly. know what I mean? Like the whole experience of this film for me was the idea that you are a fish out of water in prison, mm-hmm. especially if you haven't done anything before. And he says in the movie, he's never drug smuggled. This yeah. is the first time he just mm-hmm. did it because, you know, that's- that apparently that's what a lot of people did, especially um, expats. Yeah. Um, going back to America or going back to their countries, they just wanted to smuggle hashish, which is yeah. what he tried to smuggle out. And the whole idea that you don't see the subtitles was such a brilliant direction mm. for the whole movie, especially in like the se- like. Because I feel like in the seventies like, and even today, like they wouldn't make a movie like that. You'd have to mm. kind of. I thought people wouldn't want to watch it if they didn't understand what's going on. Yeah. But the, it just keeps you. The whole idea this whole, is he doesn't understand what's going yeah, on. Yeah, it makes you ho- it makes you feel really claustrophobic mm. because you're not understanding anything that's going on, especially no. with his lawyers and whatnot. And mm. there's, you know that they, they they touch on bribery and corruption in this mm. movie. And it just becomes really quite. It just becomes really quite intense, and that, and you have no hope without this movie yeah. because there's so many. And I don't think it's trying to give you hope because, like, Shawshank Redemption, you're not sure if, if Andy Dufresne actually killed his wife, but mm-hmm. in this movie, you know that um, he did Brad, the crime. Brad Hayes yeah. actually did that. The, Brad Hayes, Bill, Bill Hayes, Bill Hayes. Sorry, 
he did the he did the crime. Yeah, he yeah. absolutely. Like he did the crime. And Alan Parker just captures it beautifully, mm. especially at the beginning. Like when he's drug smuggling, that's such a like such a great um, yeah. opener to a movie. Like we we're just talking with New Mutants, how that opener didn't really feel like anything. Like this opener for the movie, you definitely get a sense of straight away what he's trying to do, mm-hmm. how he's trying to do it, what the experience of him doing it. Like yeah. there's a few times where he goes to the rushes to the bathroom or he kneels down mm-hmm. trying to get the shit out of his out of his chest because he's strapped yeah. all the sashish to his chest. And Alan Park, Alan Parker loves to use um heartbeat. You know, he yeah, did that in yeah. Angel Heart. He did it in this, like mm. the heartbeat whole thing. He loves yeah. like using that kind of like, I don't know, like just the, to, cre- it, to create It creates intensity. a rhythm in your body of getting exactly. to that heartbeat. And then exactly, you're like, oh, yeah. fuck. And it just creates that, in that, that tension. Mm-hmm. You know, he creates it beautifully in the opening, in the opening, um, yeah, opening 20 minutes. And it's oddly comedic for a movie that's kind of dark. Yeah, yeah. Like speci- you know, especially when they capture him early on and they, they're, they're trying to take pictures of him to show, like yeah. the cops are trying to take pictures with him to yeah. be like, we, we got, got him guy, and they're smiling yeah. and then even he's smiling he in the photo. Like, yeah, yeah like, he has yeah. no idea. And then like the, the lawyer, he, um, he, he gets a Turkish lawyer. He's like mm. kind of like a funny looking character. Yeah. And like you've got um, uh, Randy Quaid who's in the movie who's popular also in the um, – vacation movies and he's kind of comedic but he's crazy yeah do you know what i mean like and um yeah it's just it's a it's a oddly kind of comedic but it's yeah i think it's comedic in the sense that like you're not understanding what the fuck's going on mm. and i think it's comedic in the sense also that the cultural like change like the whole idea that corruption's a thing and bribery's a thing in yeah. this country kind of becomes funny because it it's captures like, a, yeah. a whole new i think it captures it well because that's how a lot of countries like that work yeah absolutely. like there's no real um like code of ethics, you know, it's just kind of like, hey, if I'm feeling good Absolutely. today, I'll give you a six year sentence. If I'm not, I'm Absolutely. giving you 35. Yeah, that, yeah. like, yeah, because like, it's a bit where, like, he gets sentenced to four years yeah. originally, and then he got 53 days to go, and then he gets like, told hey, by his, his American yeah. lawyer or the consulate that he's got to be here now for 30 years. Yeah. And he's just like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, I'm supposed to be here for 53 more yeah. fucking days, and he's going crazy. And, like, that's, I like how it kind of, um, it blended between the idea of him of like a court drama as well, mm-hmm. but also um, a prison thing, like yeah. a prison movie, because you've also got the life within the walls. Mm-hmm. How like it defines the world within the prison walls really quite nicely about the whole idea that people are shanking each other beh- yeah. on the buttock the butt, because if you yeah. go higher than the waist, that, that counts Attempt as attempted, m- attempted yeah. murder. So that's kind of funny. And then yeah. the whole idea of like homosexuality is touched yeah. upon the movie where like it's illegal in this country because mm-hmm. it's a Muslim country, but people still do it anyway. And yeah. then you've also got this character called Rifki who's the prison snitch mm. and he's... um. Yeah, like you can like. There's a whole hierarchy within yeah. the prison, and you've also got the prison guard. Yeah, especially there's one prison guard who's fucking brutal. Prick. Yeah, and like there's a brutal torture scene quite early on where mm-hmm. like he smashes the bottom ends of it, like the yeah. soles of his feet. Yeah, in in a weird way, you it's could like say hobbling. it could say it's like a metaphor because oh. it's the sole of the feet, like he's getting yeah. brutalized in yeah. the soul. Like there's all yeah. these things. You like can say that. yeah, I think there's a lot of like um like it can be kind of metaphorical, probably not in the same sense that Angel Heart is. Mm. I think Angel Heart which is another Alan Parker film, touches upon ideas of like the motifs with the movie kind yeah. of in a bit more of a surreal way where this is more of a straightforward film, but mm. still has that fish out of water aspect. Cause like, you know, Mickey Rourke in Angel Heart, he was, he was deep. He was going into um like voodoo and whatnot yeah. and going to New Orleans, like these new areas. Like he really, it seems like in those two movies, he really loves the idea of like a character yeah. that has nothing to do. Cause we, we are essentially the character. The audience is the character. Yeah. So we were, we're going into this, not knowing anything, mm-hmm. which makes it, you know, really And that's what he tries film. to do too. He tries to kind of bring you in. So you feel like you're the character going through it Yeah. by doing that heartbeat thing and trying to sync you up with the film. And so you're really experiencing it yeah. the way he would be experiencing. I it. think also from the main actor, what's his name? Uh, Brad Davis. Mm. 
he also has a really he's a really good like really great performance in this film of the whole um his character arc like in terms of his acting mm. where he goes from being like a stupid a stupid idiot like a fucking idiot yeah for smuggling then he goes into becoming like naive thinking that yeah. he can get out and then like he quickly learns on from the other expats in the jail that you know you, you could be here yeah. for a long time because like one of the one of the expats a swedish expat who becomes his kind of lover mm. in prison i guess yeah um he got 12 he, years yeah, he got 12 years for 100 grams, grams yeah. for 100 grams and then and then he had he's two got kilos. 2 kilos yeah. so it's like right, oh, he, he could <laughs> be here for the rest of his life yeah. essentially you know what i mean and like and early on like you see from Brad's uh, Billy's father and himself. There's a kind of naivety mm. and ignorance as to what's going on. Like they 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 think that it's going to be like America. Yeah, like we're going to get you out. We're going to get the best lawyers. Yeah. But that's not how this works. No, it's not. Like you're no. in Turkey now, and yeah. you've got to understand that this country and that or this, this system is built how on Americans bribery and work too in the way like they go around the world thinking everything works like that. Yeah, exactly. It's not the case. Like you're in a new country. It's new rules, yeah. new ethics. New you're in way their of, world yeah. now. Yeah, it has. A, it's such a this movie is so really brutal mm. in a really in a yeah. really raw way, and it just captures the way that that country is and the way Americans are, and it's just yeah. honest. It's yeah. very honest. Yeah, it's brut- it's brutal in that kind of cultural mm-hmm. sense, but also in the physical sense. Yeah. You know, people getting like people get beat the shit out of like this yeah. one character gets a hernia and has to lose a fucking testicle mm-hmm. because gets beaten up so much. Like, yeah. it's, it's pretty fucked up. Like, and that's what I also liked about it as well, where it was brutal in the torture, but it was also brutal in the sense that you didn't see some things which mm. makes it even more like, intense uh, yeah like early, the first torture scene it cuts to black when like mm. you think something worse is gonna happen you're just like fuck the most brutal thing for me was the eye gouge oh and yeah they show it him what, what, ripping out the eyes yeah. oh that's so a great gross. that's a great scene i think also in in the terms of um the passing of time you see bill bill hayes descend into madness essentially mm-hmm. and like he's, would, he, he attacks the prison snitch and fucking gouges his eye mm. out and bites his fucking tongue out and he yeah. goes insane yeah and it's just like you you you're witnessing like you're really feeling the burden of insanity yeah with the passing of time and also being this fish out of water character yeah. because you don't know what's going on exactly that you're 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 adopting this sense of mm-hmm. like craziness and you're feeling it and the movie where the short where the Shawshank Redemption doesn't feel long because there's a always a bit of hopefulness in this movie. This movie feels like it's such a long movie. Yeah, because it only goes draining. for like an hour and fifty. I know, maybe, but it doesn't but it feel like ages. It. Yeah, it's such a draining film, and mm. you're just like, "Fuck me!" Like, yeah. what the Again. fuck else is going to happen? Yeah. Because every time you think he gets out. He like he's, sinks he, lower yeah, in a sense, exactly. sense too, in the way that they put him in the mental asylum, which is like underground. Yeah, so it's like. Instead of him getting out, he's gone deeper and deeper yeah. into it. And it's, it's kind of oh. funny early on how I was saying about how like Tenet and all these release dates are like they're dangling in front of yeah. you. Yeah, Freedom in this movie is being dangled Dangled's, in his front yeah. of his face. Every second he goes and he mm. just gets taken away. And you get closer and closer and you just kick down. Yeah. And, and that's similar in, in 12 Years a Slave. I think like this movie like is very relatable to 12 Years a Slave mm. in a sense that there's a passing of time, but also this passing of like... Just like hope, like it's yeah, just, like things are being dangled in your funny face. Like there's a few times in Twelve Years a Slave where he, where um, Solomon Northup could have got, could have escaped, but he doesn't. Yeah, because like things happen, and like yeah, yeah, and he, and then you know in that movie Twelve Years a Slave, he says that like I can't afford like to mm. to to escape because I might get fucked over again by certain yeah. people, and that's kind of what happens in this movie. Like, like. They, they think they find like a tunnel to escape and it mm. turns out the tunnels and they think they've found it and they're in it. And you're like, oh, here we go. They're going to yeah. escape. And then like, no, because the tunnel's been sealed off. And yeah. Like, Fucking hell. And then you think with well, his lawyers are going to get him out yeah. and he's got 53 days mm. and there's all these things. Yeah. Like are insane. And like, 
yeah, it's just, it's such a fucking insane movie. But I think also like what I, what I liked about the movie is um, like more so about the ending is that he has to surrender himself to the mm. country because the yeah. whole movie, like you, he doesn't speak Turkish and then the final act of him escaping, speak he starts it. speaking yeah. Turkish. So it's like him kind of, Accepting, accepting the fact that accepting he's not his, getting yeah, out. Yeah. Exactly. Accepting the fact that he's in this country. He's like surrendering himself mm. to the to the country and to the rules. And yeah. finally, and you think he's going to get let out and then he yeah. almost gets fucking killed and almost gets raped essentially. Yeah. And then he he kills like the the big bad guy of the mm. film, if you want to say, the main... Um, the main security guard. Se- yeah, the guard. Yeah. And um, then he just walks out. Yeah, in his uniform. Yeah, he just takes the guy's uniform and just walks out. And then yeah. you're just thinking to yourself, that's all it was. Like, it's really weird. It was like he surrendered moment. himself in the fact that he's not going to get out. And yeah. by him not trying to get out and just like being crazy, it just appeared. And like a way for him to escape just came to him. And he's like, oh shit, I'll just take this then. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's, yeah, it's like, it's oddly cathartic mm. because you're just like, he just walks out and you're just like, Wow, like yeah. that's it. Like yeah. that's all it was. But like, what the fuck? <laughs> like freedom was that close. Like it's weird. Yeah, because like the whole movie, you don't feel like freedom is never there. But then, really, all he does is like gets put in a room. Essentially, what's he, it looks like he's going to be raped and like mm. um or beaten very badly, yeah. and he just kills the guy by accident yeah. and puts his clothes on and and he's just like, I can leave. Yeah, but he's also, and then there's like one bit where you thought he was going to get caught because he's walking. Just because like a car yeah. coming with the other police not that, officers. No, not that. It's just like when he's walking down the stairs. Oh, and with the, the guy other, behind other guard, him says, yeah. yeah, and he starts speaking Turkish, and but he knows Turkish mm. now, which is interesting. Like, yeah, I just like the whole like, um, and all, like the whole idea that like, yeah, he's surrendering himself to the country. Yeah. But also, it's interesting how the ending mirrors with the beginning of him smuggling drugs out, yeah. and he's got to smuggle himself, himself out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is like it's it does this, it does that. It's kind mm-hmm. of like a real um, it's really rounded in yeah, the sense that like definitely. it ends the way it begins, and it's definitely character arc in the yeah. film. But it's just to me, it was just like this. The ending really threw me off. I was just like, oh my god, like <laughs> freedom was that close, but also that far away. Yeah. Like it was, it was just like yeah, it was just insane. But it was just like it's one of those movies where. If you don't laugh, you'll cry, kind of thing. Mm, <laughs> like, yeah, like you've got to keep like a, a good like a happy face. So, but to just, me, yeah. it was just so draining yeah. as a movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like, and <laughs> I don't know if that's a knock or if that's good for it. It just felt so draining, and I was like, I don't know if this is a bad thing or this is so good for the movie. Yeah, maybe it's what the movie's there to do. So I think one of the things I I wish they touched upon in the movie a little bit more was the homosexual relationship he with has, the Swedish guy. With but the I feel guy. like actually them not touching on it is a Good thing in the way that it's like when you're in prison, that's just what you do. No, but and it's I, not a big deal. I didn't. I, d- I don't think it was that that I wanted from it. I've, I I wanted a bit more. See light. that relationship? No, I wanted like a little or? bit more light in the film. Like right. I feel like that was probably the only bit of light that mm. we got. And you're just like, okay, so like well, I can breathe here. Like yeah, for a second, yeah. I can breathe. There's a lot. But it moment. lasts for like two minutes, <laughs> yeah. if that, like a minute mm. and a bit, and you're just like. But I think that captures hell. probably what it's like in prison. Yeah, but it's just like, I understand that I, like this movie is going for this really brutal depiction, mm. but like, I you just need to give your audience just like a little <laughs> bit of like a just a glimp. Yeah, like I don't know. Otherwise, it becomes really, really depressing. Mm. Which you know, if that's the experience that's happening, like yeah, that's obviously what I'm taking from the movie. Not detracting that this movie is bad because it didn't have a bit of light in it, but it just would have been nice to also explore. At that the end a of the day, more. it's a movie. You want to have a bit of yeah, yeah. But it was also someone's life at mm. the same time. But like, 
you just want a little bit of like just a mm. bit of breathing space. Yeah. And I got that for like a minute. What I'm interested in doing well. is reading the book and seeing the if they were able to capture a lot of what the book is. I feel yeah. like the, the book, of course, would go into so much more detail yeah. about those crazy yeah. things. And that would be a really cool way to yeah. read it. And you'll probably get more of a sense of how we got into the smuggling thing. Like, who, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, he just said he did it for cash. Yeah, but I mean, like, you'd probably get more of a sense of, like, what the cab driver did and said and, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. And so how he was manipulated into doing it. So I think that would – I definitely want to read the book. Yeah. Because hopefully the book's not as draining as the movie it was. <laughs> I think if the movie is this insane, then, like – yeah then I think the book is going to be probably mm. twice as much. Maybe, <laughs> like, but maybe you know, that books, makes it more interesting and less draining. Yeah, you I guess. Breaks but I, I, a book, I guess. Yeah, you can always be like, I'm <laughs> going to fucking read I'll a bloody comic book for now. For now yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to read bloody Clifford, mm. the red, big red dog or something yeah. like that. Green like, eggs and ham. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, it was just, it's such an insane movie. Mm. And the performances are great. I think um, he does a Brad great Davis is really good in it. Arc, yeah. Just really weighing, like having the same kind of weight as Gio 4 had in Torby's a Slave. I yeah. mean, you can really see a lot in the performances mm-hmm. are kind of similar. Um, yeah, I just think like it was just it was just a really intense movie and I feel like they, don't, they just don't make movies like that anymore. No. Like with that kind of, I think just the way that films were shot back then, especially with that bit of grain, mm-hmm. like you know how everything's a bit more pristine? Yeah. That, that sense of graininess really Helps. has an effect, it has an on, effect yeah. the, on the film and the audience. Mm-hmm. Like it makes it just more so, like more Definitely. intense. Whereas now things are a bit more like crystal. And yeah, and nice and yeah. happy in a way. When things are so perfect, they're happy. Yeah, kind of. Like in it, yeah, it just feels more fresh and clean. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And this movie is just so raw. Yeah. Like there's a lot of rawness in it. And Definitely. John Hurt was really good in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, for like the uh, like for the bits he was in, he was in it a, a lot, but I don't feel like he was in it a lot at the same yeah. time. Like he doesn't say too much, but he's mm. he's really good. And yeah. I, that was another thing because at the end of the movie, um, just before Brad Davis, Bill Hayso, mm. he escapes. He's like, I'm gonna come back and 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 get you. Yeah, and then you don't really know anything after. Yeah, you don't know. Like anything. I would have loved the to, book would show. Well, I would love to have known had he. If he went back, did he find him? Or if he didn't go back in the guy and he couldn't find him? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Just like a little like writing at the end. Because they did have that. They always have that mm. kind of like that like epilogue or yeah. prologue at the end or whatever. So like, escaped to Greece and got yeah, through exactly, this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they have those kind of, they have those, those kind of things. So it would have been nice to see if he went back and he couldn't find him or the mm. guy was dead or just yeah. didn't know. You know what I mean? Because like you, you've built these relationships with this character for so long that it would just be nice to have a bit of a resolve on his part. Yeah. But maybe at the same time, maybe you not. know, this country's fucked and you're not going to, you're not going to find any resolve here because yeah. he almost didn't like, he almost fucking got killed. Yeah. Like Bill Davis. Um, yeah, he was Bill, Bill Hayes. So I'm getting the names mixed up. <laughs> Bill Hayes is like, yeah, yeah. he, he has, no, he almost didn't have any resolve. Like he, that yeah. would have been his life. Like he's never for a while. It's really funny though. During the movie, um, there's one scene where like he, his partner comes back to the, um, Oh God, that's disgusting. I couldn't watch that. Comes back and she like kind of Just shows it, shows it because he's like, he has no human contact. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my god! Just before the scene, I was like, "Oh my god, this yeah. happens in the Cable Guy." Like, yeah, yeah. Like Jim Carrey does it in the Cable Guy, and it's and a I, spin-off of that, but you don't know. Yeah, and yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Like, it's so I love when movies make reference. Yeah, and to you're like, movie, "Oh, and you, you can no match idea. it," and you can go, "Oh yeah. fuck!" That's because a I was laughing at that in the Cable Guy. I was laughing at for a different reason. More so, mm, I was laughing at the physicality funny. of yeah. the performance, not necessarily understanding yeah. the reference. Yeah. So it was just like funny. That Probably way. adds to it now. It's yeah, more funny. Well, that's I showed Dylan, our other brother, because he watched it as well, and he was, and I showed him the Cable Guy scene. He's like, "Oh yeah." Yeah, fuck that makes it so much more funny. Yeah, definitely. Because it's just more intense. I know. And it's weird because yesterday um, morning I turned on the TV and I was watching Entourage 
And they made reference to Midnight Express as well. Oh, really? And I was like, it's bucket everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, it's not a movie I thought to see for ages. Yeah, yeah. It's like this movie is just like so influential. It <laughs> yeah, seems. but we have no idea. Yeah, I know. It was insane. What but, would you give it out of 10? Oh, probably like, I want to say like 8, 8.5. I'm giving it 8.5. I think it's just so draining. Like, that's I'll the, never watch this movie that's again. That's the only thing. <laughs> that's the only reason. It's not a 9 to me. It's an 8.5 because of the how draining it is. I really recommend that people like- Watch it. Watch it once. This is the kind of movie they should show on a plane for like, don't do drugs, Michael. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like if Chappelle Corby had watched- Yeah. Chappelle Corby had watched this before mm. anyone who's doing drugs, Michael, on like the, the way to Thailand or they probably wouldn't have done that's it. That's the security. The security warning is yeah, showing exactly. the movie. 100%. Like movies like this- Definitely something you need to see in school. You know what I mean? Mm. Like movies like this, movies like The Nightingale, um, just these movies that have like kind of timelessness about yeah. them, but also show you that if you do these fucked up things, they're going to be like this or yeah. like, oh, this is how things were or this is how things are. Like, yeah. it, you know, it, it just, it's it's definitely something kids should see, even though it is insanely graphic and it can be really dark and draining at times. It's definitely something that, yeah, kids should see or just you know, adults should see. Like, mm. I would highly recommend everyone watch this. Even though I only gave it an eight point five, it's one of the. It's probably yeah. Watch it once. One of I the probably best. Probably won't watch it again. Probably one of once. the best prison films I've ever seen, but if mm. not the best one, I yeah. think it might be better than Shawshank in the sense that mm. I'm getting a, a more intense view of prison and more deep into the prison yeah. world. And Whereas stuff. I think Shawshank might be a better film. Like, I love the score mm. in Shawshank Redemption. The performances in Shawshank Redemption are really great, and the performances yeah. in this movie are good too. But like, I feel like this is just more of a prison movie, and I'm just. I feel so drained. That's kind of how I would feel if I was in prison. Yeah. Shawshank doesn't really give me a whole lot of draining moments, even though yeah. it is quite, it, like there are moments of hopelessness. This movie is without hope at Definitely. all, essentially. Like it's it's really intense. Yeah, I really enjoyed yeah. it a 8. lot. 8.5 from the yeah, both absolutely. of us. Yeah, it's great film. Yeah, it was really good. Highly recommend it, although I will never probably watch it again. <laughs> and if I do watch it again, it'll be in like fucking 20 years. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, I've got to or have I'll a be break. in prison watching it or yeah. something. Yeah. Prison Mike. Yeah, exactly. Eating your own hair. Yeah. You can eat your own hair. <laughs> in prison, they serve gruel. Hey, prison Mike, what was the worst thing about prison? Prison? The d- d- Dementors. <laughs> they, were, they were flying all over the place. You mean like Harry Potter? No, not like Harry Potter. There were no movies in prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We could quote the We just did a whole day. scene for you guys. Was there. <laughs> Trying to kill time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, that was a good episode. Yeah, it was good. I think it was a bit different, I guess. Yeah, exa- exactly. Focusing on prison. Maybe it was a bit dark, a bit sad. Yeah. Well, holes. <laughs> holes. Yeah, that's, that's the light Which of the episode. Yeah. No one cares about Hector's or anything. Yeah, nah. No one cares I about do. the Flickers pod. <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, man. But that was a good yeah. episode. Thank you. Do you want to wrap us up there, Jesse, with the whole yeah. Shebang. info? Yeah. Um, follow us at Instagram at Flickers pod and email us at meettheflickers at gmail.com. Um, yeah, email us any reviews you want to see, any questions you have on anything. But yeah, but thanks for all the support and thanks for listening. It's just growing from here. So thank you. Yeah, thank you.